0: Hello everyone, happy October. This is your host Diana Koch, and you are listening to Joll of the Month Club. On this very special bonus episode, I will be talking about some of my favorite films from Fantastic Fest 2021. Fantastic Fest is the largest genre film festival in the United States, specializing in horror, fantasy, sci-fi, action, and just plain fantastic movies from all around the world. The festival is dedicated to celebrating new voices and new stories from around the world and supporting new filmmakers. Fantastic Fest 2021 took place from September 23rd through the 30th in Austin, Texas. There was also an at-home edition of the festival, which ran until October 12th. Before I dive into my favorite features list, I wanted to shout out one of the best short films I watched during this year's festival, It has a very long title, so bear with me. It's called Digital Video Editing with Adobe Premiere Pro, the real-world guide to setup and workflow. Coming out of South Korea, this short film follows an editor working with a director to help exercise a bad edit of a doomed romantic comedy. A mysterious ghost keeps appearing in the shots of the film as it's being cut, causing the editor and the director to bicker to death. Directed by Hong Song Yoon, Digital Video Editing with Adobe Premiere Pro is a great combination of funny, clever, and scary. I would highly recommend seeking out this short film. In no particular order, here are my top 5 favorite films from Fantastic Fest 2021. First up, Who Killed the KLF? I went into this one only vaguely knowing the music. And not knowing at all about the shenanigans behind this band? This is a music documentary. The KLOF was one of the biggest British music acts of the 90s, and for a period the biggest selling singles act in the world. They achieved global success but self-destructed in a legendary act on a remote Scottish island. From their punk rock origins in 1970s Liverpool, The dynamic duo shot to the top of the pop charts as one of electronic dance music's forerunners. Directed by Chris Atkins, Who Killed the KLF hits all the high notes by using previously recorded interview audio as a throughline to tell the tale of this extreme duo. The band likely embellished a lot during interviews, but I still found this documentary to be quite astounding. I'm also really glad that I was forced to wait a bit before recording this episode. It was announced today via The Guardian online that the KLF's music publisher has attempted to prevent the release of this film, Who Killed the KLF?, on the basis that the filmmakers do not have a license to use the KLF songs. This is quite ironic considering that the KLF used very big, uncleared samples in all of their early tracks. So, who knows when you will actually be able to watch this film due to this breaking legal news, but please keep Who Killed the KLF on your radar once this blows over. Right, favorite film number two. A married Hollywood agent receives a mysterious letter for an anonymous sexual encounter and becomes ensnared in a sinister world of lying, murder, and infidelity. That's right, I'm talking about Jim Cummings and PJ McCabe's The Beta Test. I walked into this, again, not really knowing much about the premise of the film, I just have seen previous films made by Jim Cummings and have been a fan of his for quite some time. So I walked into it really hoping to love it, and I did. The beta test doesn't pull any punches and Jim Cummings plays the perfect douchebag. You will likely recognize him from films like Thunder Road, which happens to be my favorite film of his. The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which I need to revisit, and this year's Halloween Kills. Spoiler alert, he's the best part of that movie. I am obsessed with Jim's manic energy face acting and will gladly watch more movies with him in the future. Big fan over here. The Beta Test is a pitch-perfect black comedy with a sharp critique of Hollywood, the internet, and toxic masculinity. You can watch The Beta Test on November 5th in theaters and on demand. My third favorite film from Fantastic Fest is She Will. Hailing from the UK, She Will is a bold tale of vulnerability and revenge. Accompanied by a young nurse, a former child actress goes to a healing retreat in the countryside to recover from a double mastectomy. The nature of the surgery soon makes her examine her very existence, forcing her to question and confront her traumatic past. There are a few key players in this film, and one of them happens to be Malcolm McDowell, directed by Charlotte Colbert, this debut feature film was shot on location in Scotland with a high-end production team including editor Yorgos Sardis from The Favourite and some of the same crew from Jonathan Glazer's Under the Skin. Written by Kitty Percy and Charlotte Colbert, she well balances witchy vibes with Italian style. I know I said that I wasn't going to pick favorites and there was really no order to this list, but She Will is probably my favorite film of the festival. Produced by Dario Argento, She Will is currently playing film festivals worldwide and does not have a distribution date. Number four on my list, The Timekeepers of Eternity. In this hypnotic experimental film, a Stephen King television movie is shortened and transformed through entrancing black-and-white collage animation that methodically reconstructs and reshapes its paranormal drama to an unnerving and reflective outcome. The Timekeepers of Eternity compresses the Langoliers television movie, directed by Tom Holland in 1995, into a 64-minute moving piece of art. The story follows a group of passengers aboard a routine flight to Boston, who wake up to find themselves alone on the plane. Things get even worse when they land and find a dead world, empty of all other human life. Unfortunately, one of the passengers is having a mental breakdown, which summons the mysterious creatures known as the Langoliers. Animator Arisa Tells Marikos has painstakingly printed every frame of Tom Holland's film to paper and reconstructed and reshaped it through black and white collage animation. So I'm a sucker for anything in the vein of The Twilight Zone, which this shortened version of the TV movie or the miniseries totally reminds me of an episode of The Twilight Zone. I'm also a big Stephen King fan, and I'm the type of fan that doesn't mind when the source material is reconstructed or reimagined. Also, the time and ingenuity it took to bring this film to life, I can't even imagine how many hours it took, print every single frame from this miniseries, and then decide what to keep and what to cut and how to make it look cool. This entire thing looked amazing. This ticked a lot of boxes for me and deserves a watch. The Timekeepers of Eternity has no release date as of October 2021. Last but not least on my list, this was one of the biggest surprises of the festival for me: Slumber Party Massacre. Slumber Party Massacre is a slasher film, directed by Danishka Esther Hazy and written by Suzyne Kelly. This is not a remake of the 1982 film Slumber Party Massacre, which revolved around a girl slumber party, which becomes a bloodbath when an escaped mental patient arrives with a power drill. It is a continuation of the original film with a new generation. We meet Dana, daughter of the only survivor of a massacre in 1993. She is going on a weekend trip with her friends, After their car breaks down in the very same town where her mother once fought the driller killer, Dana and her friends must come face-to-face with the man who has haunted her mother's life for the past 30 years. The ending is a bit formulaic, but otherwise, this is full of a lot of surprises and twists and turns. It's really fun. This is how you do a remake. This is how you do the female gaze. It's a fun riff on the original film and the slasher genre as a whole. I had a great time with this one. Slumber Party Massacre premiered on Sci Fi on October 16th, and you can watch it right now on Video On Demand wherever you rent your movies. There you go. There is my top five favorite films of the festival. There are a lot of really good movies. After some contemplating and just thinking about the films that I would want to watch again, films that are unique, new filmmakers, returning filmmakers, I think that this is probably the best of the bunch, in my opinion. Who Killed the KLF? The Beta Test? She Will? The Timekeepers of Eternity? Slumber Party Massacre? You can follow Fantastic Fest on Twitter at fantasticfest and on Instagram at fantastic.fest. The festival typically takes place the last week of September in Austin, Texas. This year was a weird year, again, because of the COVID pandemic, but here's hoping that we can have a festival in person next year because I would love to see all of my friends. I would love to meet some new friends, see new movies, and I just hope that everyone stays safe and healthy. Jolli of the Month Club's logo design is by Vegan Patches on Instagram. You can follow Vegan Patches' Etsy shop at Retirement retirementfunds. Theme music is by Dream Division. You can find Dream Division's music on Instagram at Dream Division Music and on Bandcamp at DreamDivision.bandcamp.com. You can follow myself, Diana, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Diana NK. That's D-I-A-N-N-A-N-K. Two N's in Diana. And you can follow Jawel the Month Club on Twitter and Instagram at Jallo Club. The next Jallo episode that I will have for you is a surprise, but it is a grimy, bloody Jollo from the 80s with a returning guest who happens to be somewhat of an expert on slasher films. Super excited for that, and that will be out just in time for Halloween. As always, I'm your host Diana, and you have been listening to Jallo the Month Club.